Welcome to the Cult Film Showdown special presentation, Controversial Saturday Morning Cartoons. I am your host, Jim Cotta, and I am joined by Super Ninja Nick Boxer. Hands are out of pants. And fresh from a bowl of Apple Jacks, it's Jack Hall. Actually, it was uh, Apple Cinnamon Honey Nut Cheerios. Which may actually be the same thing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> that's, that sounds remarkable to Ghost Apple Jacks, but with a with a less catchy name. It's made with the apple puree, both ways, both ways. Mm, see, yeah. yeah. All I know is it was free. Oh, hey. They wanted to get rid of it. Oh, buried the lead there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> free apple cinnamon, apple jack brunch. <laughs> Cheerios. Let's talk about the Saturday morning cartoons. Let us indeed. On. Let us indeed. All right. Uh, well, this episode we are talking about one of the two grandpappies of this whole subgenre, mini genre, uh, along with Rambo. You can't talk about controversial Saturday morning cartoons without talking about Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Uh, and uh, Jack, tell us a bit about where this show fits in time because everyone has everyone has a picture of what chuck norris has been like the last 10 years but this is 1986. it is 1986. 1986 kids love chuck norris even though his movies were you know rated r you have to understand back in the 80s like karate and ninjas were just like the coolest like it was the idea that you could beat up anybody if you had these skills and even if you were a complete wimp you could learn them and kick ass and protect yourself. And, you know, and there's probably still some cachet to that just because, I mean, Cooper Cry exists. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's it, Chuck Norris was the coolest of the cool, too. And kids loved him. Um, but his movies were not appropriate for kids. And then 1986, this cartoon comes along, runs for literally September 14th, 1986 to September 19th, 1986. <laughs> five episodes over five days and it's considered a mini series even though none of the episodes are actually connected and uh it was syndicated and uh it's um well I'll, I'll wait to hear what you guys think of it first because it's it's something it's something that's for damn sure now where where was uh i mean we all we the three of us i know love chuck norris at like at that time because he was just the man um and he was the one that was kind of standing up like he was an actual great martial artist but wasn't like a gigantic muscle guy like like stallone or schwarzenegger so he was always kind of a little to the side he was older than them too by a little bit um where does this fit in his his resume like what else was he doing around that time well, you know about that time 1986 he was doing like missy in action um a lot of those Rambo kind of knockoffs, Invasion USA, um, working a lot with uh, um, Cannon, sorry, Cannon, um, a little bit past Willem Wolf McQuay. And, uh, you know, he first started obviously with the role with the Bruce Lee movie. Um, which one was it? It was Fist of Fury, I think. Yeah. Is that correct? I believe so. I believe so yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Force of One the octagon things like this in the 70s and then you know moving on 
into the 80s. So so right here he is kind of it's kind of one of those he's an established um B movie actor at this point. He's definitely not an A, a star, but his movies are B movies that go to the theater and turn a good profit. And this is so all of the all of the movies around this time, most of them will be R rated. Uh, but as we've talked about in other episodes and another and uh, all along, VHS was a very different time when it came to what a movie rating was. If you could get your mom to rent it for you, it was all rated G. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, sure. we were we were familiar with Chuck Norris, even though he had. I don't think he made a PG movie until uh, after this. I think Firewalker, I think, was his first PG movie, which was kind of around the same time. Directly after. Directly after. Same yeah. Here. So, so Nick, uh, tell us what the heck this thing is about. And, <laughs> well, and more power to you. These cartoons. I have no idea what went <laughs> on. Um, yeah. Uh, Chuck Norris is a guy who hangs out with his action team consisting of a sumo, a samurai, a teenage si- uh, sidekick, and a girl and a kid. Uh, and Chuck Norris's best buddy, a uh, scientist that works in the ocean, is kidnapped for Claw by a evil organization led by Claw and Super Ninja, the creatively named uh, bad guy. Love that name. Um, and taken down to capture an uh, underwater city scientific outpost. So they can rule the world. Chuck immediately jumps into action and kicks a bunch of nameless ninjas' butts. Uh, and his action team, none of them wear shoes in the first scene, which is awesome. I thought <laughs> that was a continuity, like, genius move. But they're unsuccessful at preventing the kidnapping. So Chuck has to take his samurai to try to rescue his scientist buddy from a boat. And he takes the sumo with him for some reason. And they're successful in both liberating the scientist and the kitchen. Guess which one the sumo did. (laughs) But although they were successful (laughs) at capturing the scientist, they were unsuccessful at preventing access to the underwater city so it's up to the rest of the karate team to go in led by the samurai to try to get the bad guys out of the city for some reason (laughs) it's very unclear why this city is important but of course because chuck isn't with them they immediately get captured (laughs) so chuck decides you know we need i need to go in there uh me and my San, uh, sumo buddy and uh and rescue the rescue team now uh, now so they use dolphins for a sneak attack <laughs> these would be the deadly dolphins from the uh title yeah deadly dolphins now, this could have been easily prevented if they noticed at any point the dolphins were wearing clothing. <laughs> I love that bit. Um, 
on, on their approach. Um, however, the bad guys failed to make that little discrepancy. And uh, Chuck rushes in, saves his buddies. Uh, and uh, I don't know. They went out for hoagies afterward. It, Everyone gets a shawarma. <laughs> this is just so. I, in in the a, a, a basic plot, not convoluted at all, and uh, you know for kids, and, uh, and I think that was a wise move. That, that, that there's a lot here. If if anybody had any respect for the audiences whatsoever. Oh. I, I dearly love that bit with the dolphins that they uh, so there's a way in, but they but it's got metal detectors, so uh, they have to dump their scuba gear before they enter. So they're like, OK, well, we'll bring the trained dolphins that Chuck Norris can talk to um, and uh, give verbal direction and we'll dump our stuff and then they'll swim us in faster than we could and we won't run out of air. Uh, and then the, the bad guys look at it. They look at this video of the of the dolphins and the the people like chuck norris and his team are hiding underneath so they don't see them but they see the jackets on them and go yeah it's just some fish they literally just say it's just yeah. fish. <laughs> in the greatest security failure since that's uh, uh that escape pod has no life forms don't uh shoot at that <laughs> i mean the need the need for scuba t- equipment in this universe is very suspect because even in the first scene, Chuck doesn't wear any tanks or anything when he goes underwater. No, they're they're testing new equipment. He they do make that clear that it's a oh. it's actually a rebreather system that's pulling oh not oxygen from the water. Well, <laughs> possibly not clear enough, but they did touch it. What what you didn't mention is that uh, uh, because this uh, copies the style of the exact structure of Mister T's. What was that one called? T and the T Force or something like that? Mr. Yeah, it was the Yates. opening, the live action opening, and then the ending. So, yeah. Both were Ruby Ruby Spears mm-hmm. production. So yeah, I had the ending with the, you know, Chuck Norris giving you a moral. This is what Mr. T used to do. <laughs> I, I love the like just Chuck Norris in those bits is so awesome. He uh, you know tells everyone you gotta you gotta have nerves of steel. Um, but then he he does the setup to the episode is like total sixties style. Uh, things got pretty tough for us in Florida with the deadly dolphins. <laughs> oh uh, man, this there is so much. This like <laughs> you cannot watch Rambo and not think <laughs> of GI Joe. I couldn't watch this and think not think of Rambo. Except for it's like it's like one level down each time, you know. Yeah, GI Joe, and then Rambo's like a GI Joe wannabe. It's pretty good still, and then you got this, which is like a Rambo wannabe, and it's no good now. Yeah, it's like every time. You no, know? it's like the old days when uh, every time you made a photocopy of a photocopy, it would just get that much harder to read every time. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, the uh, the these bad guys are. The worst shots I've ever seen. The worst. The stormtroopers look at them and go. <laughs> stormtroopers are like, you got to work on your aim, because uh... there's literally a point <laughs> where the sumo is running towards him 
Well, okay, there's a point where where they're hanging on the side of of the boat, the ship, this large ship, uh, Chuck Norris and the sumo guy. And the guy is up from them about 10 feet away and manages to fire five times, every time missing them, going right in between them. And I'm like, that's some bad aim. But it gets worse later when one of the guys is being run at by the sumo sumo wrestler there, Tej or whatever his name is, something like that. And the sumo, the guy literally shoots at the sumo wrestler when he's two inches away and manages to shoot over his head. Two inches from him. He shoots over his head. That's some bad aim. <laughs> that's that's some Greedo style bad aim. <laughs> By the way, if you're that didn't even bother me though, I was thinking during that entire scene, you're going on a stealth mission. Why was your sumo the first choice? <laughs> well, my question was, why is the sumo? I understand he's sumo. Why is he wearing his diaper thing on a mission? <laughs> why? <laughs> like. Maybe if he's in the sumo and he's training in the gym, I understand that. Maybe he even walks around the house like that and goes for hoagies like that, the shawarmas. But he goes on a stealth mission. He's still wearing, he's underwater with the water and, and everybody's swinging by. And here's this guy in this big diaper. That dude knows how to stay on brand. That's what that guy is. And, and where did, how did they sneak the weapons in? Because <laughs> we didn't mention that all the characters come. You don't want to know where they snuck cool them in. Weapons. You don't want. Oh, that was painful. Where they snuck them in. <laughs> I'm I'm reasonably sure that there's like, I, I think at least the uh, the wire cutters that they use are still on the dolphins when the dolphins go into that uh, metal detecting tunnel. <laughs> but they're like, oh, that's just that's just fish, you know, with metal. Uh, that's uh. <laughs> you know how fish are. They're always picking up pieces of metal. It's a mammal. Yeah, of course. Fish. Of course. I mean, that, I of all the jaws, things. He had, when they opened up that Jaws and Jaws, that, that one shark, he had a can right. in there. Yep. So, you know. Yes. Why not? <laughs> no, this <laughs> thing is it, plate, it's yeah. just, it was a really a struggle. I mean, yes, it has explosions and action. But nothing hits or lands because everything is just feeling so like so little effort is put in. <laughs> it's so good. Like, even the team, it's like they did. I'll give them this. They got a diverse team, you know. But uh, you know, it's a good thing you have a team. You have Pepper and her little brother, you know, because that's you know always when you're doing a stealth mission, I always want to take a ten year old. Yeah. Always. <laughs> The one area I thought they actually put some effort into was the character designs. I actually, I, I liked all the costumes. I mean, sure, you have a sumo on the team. That's stupid, but they have cool weapons. They have cool costumes. If anything, if, if there was any character actually developed, I think this could have worked. Well, they do have, they do have, um, his ward, as you mentioned, Chuck Norris's young ward, teenage ward, whose name, I'm not kidding you, is too much. <laughs> too much. Well, I didn't say it. I like the designs, not the names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's awesome. A oh. too much. Like, how do you how do you not screw that? It's like naming your dog, you know, stains. Here stains. Come stains. Come come stains. You know, it just doesn't sound right. And I thought having both a teenage sidekick and the protege um, was like double dipping. Like, yeah, you had a kid and a teenager. Yeah, and a samurai and a sumo. Like, yes. <laughs> you're checking a lot of boxes there. Yeah, you're. <laughs> and no one is coming off like not racist <laughs> in their depiction. Like, just pare it down, combine some of these characters, and maybe get rid of the one, like, extra white guy you have on the team that doesn't do anything. There's there's one more little bit I want to hit, and then uh, then we'll do some other stuff, and then I and then I want to report from Nick on something. Uh, they uh, they ha- there is a director to their team. It was called the director, and uh, they're on an airplane where they're getting debriefed by the director, who is on a stationary bike through the entire scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so for no reason. That's just a weird choice. Sorry, uh, fitness was a thing for Chuck, so obviously <laughs> that was a suggestion. <laughs> they could have all Although I don't think he read the script. Yeah, exactly. He was ahead of the game on Peloton, as I was saying. You know, that's all <laughs> it is. They, they could have turned yeah, no, that it's, it's it's a weird thing, but you know what? They did do a lot of. Um, they had the characters. They had the two. The only the two, the all the generic ninjas, and then you have. Um, the two main villains, Claw, not Doctor Claw, just Claw, who uh, they, uh, always tells, gives instructions to his uh, his lackeys, and always finishes it with, "And remember this," and then shows his claw, his giant metal claw, <laughs> like to intimidate them. And uh, apparently, he does that in every episode. So that that's that's good writing. And then. <laughs> Uh, some female character named Angel Fish, who apparently never shows up again. She's not a regular. Oh, and nice. so it's basically just Claw and Super Ninja and the, the generic, the generic um, uh, ninjas. I think they had toys for all those though, and I know they had toys for all the members. And apparently they had a lot of like weapons and vehicles and quite an extensive toy line for something that lasted. I will repeat. From September 14, 1986, <laughs> till September 19, 1986. Well, uh, that, I, I have a feeling that cues me in. I hate to disagree with you, um, but it wasn't really that extensive a line of toys. You got three Chuck Norris's in different costumes. <laughs> nice. You got the Proje character and... The su- uh, not the sumo, but the samurai character in the toys. Your choice of a bad for for bad guys to fight were the super ninja, of course, and the ninja. That again, the super ninja and a ninja. That 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 was your choices. Um, oh, and a, and but, a ninja master, a ninja master. Ninja, I. <laughs> Actually, but the Ninja Master was a repaint of Super Ninja. <laughs> nice. There was also a repaint awesome. of the Ninja. <laughs> and for vehicles, your choice was 
Chuck's Corvette. Oh, which nice. Which was awesome because it had spring out weapons. Do, do we actually see that Corvette in this episode? Oh, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. I don't remember it. <laughs> it. It's in the intro and it does some cool stuff with weapons that actually are on the toy. So that's awesome. Nice. But the thing I love about this car, Corvette, it had peg holes for all the characters to stand on the hood. <laughs> now, so you can carry all your good guys into battle on this Corvette standing on the car. Incredible. So it's a good thing then just can't shoot straight. <laughs> All right, let's get this thing up to 30. We can't go any faster. Sumo's going to fall off. <laughs> I think the fact that they put in that much effort into a storyline story or a toy line for a series that lasted five episodes in syndication, that's pretty good. That's pretty good effort. It's like three toys. Good. And I think if they were a different scale, you. Um, they would have fit in with G.I. Joe and like that, but these were 5.5, so they were He-Man size, and they used the superpowers like squeezing leg gimmick, which, you know, broke your toys more often than not. Um, <laughs> so they were that weird, a weird scale, so I can really see how uh, no kid wanted these, despite <laughs> I thought they looked good. Um, and they came with a ton of weapons, and those they were uniquely designed weapons. A lot of like foot daggers and uh, poles with weird spider things on them and stuff. Nice. How many how many issues of the comic did it run? Two, Two from Star yeah. Comics. Nice. Uh, well, stars the Star imprint of Marvel Comics, aimed towards uh, youth readers. Uh, they put up two um, that was, I, I don't remember who, who wrote them. It was drawn, though, by um, Ditko. Oh, really? Uh, did, nice. did the art, yeah, the guy who really gave us pretty much all the important Spider-Man lore, um, Steve Ditko. So, yeah, I mean, but if you listen, like, they have very deep on the Wikipedia, very deep uh, plot summaries of these comic books. And if you think the show sounded convoluted, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is something else. Just taking a glance here, this this might be the uh, the cheapest figures to get on the secondary market that we have seen in any of these. Uh, they're they're surprisingly affordable, <laughs> like a uh, a loose Corvette for uh, eight dollars plus shipping. That was sold. That's a sale price. That's a sold price. Uh, loose Chuck Norris for $4 plus shipping. Uh, so uh, some mint and package that go a bit more, but overall, uh, you can pick these up for a song. Complete your collection. There you go. Complete your collection. <laughs> nice. Speaking of collection, what is everybody's favorite Chuck Norris joke? I like I like the one that's uh, Chuck Norris doesn't climb trees. He pulls the tree down and just walks on them. I like that one. I also like the one, uh, what is it? Um, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He just gets on the ground and pushes the earth down. 
If you have five dollars and Chuck Norris has five dollars, Chuck Norris has more money than you. <laughs> I love no, it's been a long a time. So, it's been a long time since so I heard any of those. Those are awesome. I, I just love them all. <laughs> when Chuck Norris falls in water, he doesn't get wet. Chuck water gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, I love it. Love me some Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> Chuck Norris counted to infinity three times. Now I'm looking it up on a website. Uh, well, while practicing CPR, Chuck Norris brought the dummy to life. That's a good one. <laughs> Chuck Norris's blood type is AK-47. Oh, that's good. That's I like good. that one. Yeah, that's a, th that's a thinker. That's an extra level there. Okay. I want one of these uh, figures now, though. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> anything else we want to hit on? Chuck Norris's Karate Commandos. Don't watch it. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, hard to find <laughs> anyone in one of the days. They're, Whereas they're, most of these are in like YouTube or whatever. This one is, I mean, uh, somehow you you uh, James found us a copy and we watched it. But I mean, it's, it's a little harder to find than what you were the rest of uh, you know what we've been covering this season is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it. Uh, I saw it on archive.org, and I and I grabbed it. I am. Uh, I'm a bit old school. I like to. I like to have the file sitting on my computer. And uh, when I went back to give you guys the link, uh, it had already been taken down from archive. So <laughs> glad I did. Uh, it pops up on YouTube periodically, but whoever, this is the one thing that people that uh, that is being monitored for its. Uh, for its rights, I there was I think there was a DVD complete set. Um, again, complete being five episodes. Um, um, you can buy it on Apple iTunes. Okay, great. In so we don't. Vibe. That'd be a waste of your money. <laughs> waste of your money. So don't. I mean, how what percentage gets gets back to Chuck Norris? That's the important question. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like nobody wants to remember this exists. Either from like the people selling it to you, or the people watching it. Like everyone just sort of walked away. And went, you know, let's just pretend this never happened. <laughs> After seeing it, that's the right move. <laughs> Chuck Norris is so awesome; he can download physical copies. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Uh, so. That is uh, that's Chuck Norris' Karate Commandos and try at your own risk. Next up, we will be talking about Pryor's Place, Richard Pryor's kids show that ran from 84 to 85. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to finding out what the heck was up with this one. We are the Cult Film <laughs> Showdown. <laughs> you can find You're gonna have to listen to a different show. <laughs> We'll put a link in the we'll put a link in the uh, description for uh, where you can find someone that does a a better job than us and figure out what the heck Pryor's Place is about. We are the Cult Film Showdown. You can find us on Instagram and on Patreon, where you can support our efforts to bring light to these uh, classic uh, forgotten classics. Uh, and uh, we are sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com, the home of the Octagon, our record of our search for the ultimate B movie. And uh, they host a bunch of great podcasts, uh, including a music one and uh, 
some uh, some fresh talking. We talk podcasts has a Facebook and they have a Twitter. And we'll be back next time.